0: 15. It's been more than a minute. Uh, let's call it comeback season. Uh, we're getting close to 4.20. There's some voices in the room. You know me, Cujo.
1: This is Stephanie. This is Pam.
0: And uh, as your Long Beach cannabis conversation is always growing, uh, let's let's introduce a new voice which uh, will be in your ears on the regular.
2: Hi, how you doing, man? My name is Stephen. Very nice to meet you. I'm glad to join
0: there's a lot of cannabis buzz, obviously, uh, Long Beach, California has legal recreational cannabis. And where do we start? Pam, what are you thinking?
3: I'm thinking we have to get more cities on board, like Long Beach. When I go out and to other cities just visiting family and whatnot, I'm really spoiled here in Long Beach. <laughs> Those are my thoughts right now.
1: So you're saying like expanding the, the cannabis community, like the OBCA? It's needed. I mean, we still
3: have like a lot of work to do in Long Beach too. Like when we step out of our Long Beach bubble,
1: yeah. <laughs> all right. So I know that you, it's already spring, spring comes here, um, that you, you guys started a campaign, right? The Buy Local, Buy Legal? Yes. Okay. So what's that about?
3: So it started with our Buy Legal campaign, which was all about, you know, um, highlighting our legal dispensaries here in Long Beach.
2: Buy Legal campaign is all about supporting and promoting the benefits of buying legal. You know that you're buying safe tested product, you know that all of your money is actually going into taxes, that is funding community programs and social equity programs that are actually making a difference. It's more than just buying cannabis when you buy legal.
1: And so and it's like a whole marketing campaign, like you you're do video social media flyers or how is that going to be promoted
2: Yeah right now we currently are doing a tour of all the long beach dispensaries that are members of the LBCA they get a bi-legal uh, video it promotes the inside of the store promotes the character of the store and it also promotes that hey this is a legal certified LBCA member and so it really is trying to be that staple of reliability in mm-hmm. cannabis
3: And then expanding that to buying locally mm-hmm. so like the whole like already hashtag buy local yeah you know we always like to buy from our mom and pops shops and so we expand that to really combat the illicit delivery market Because mm-hmm. so
1: that's hard to do right now
3: I, yeah I, I think that's like the biggest thing
1: you guys have going right now right it's, the, it's fighting the the black market
2: yeah the illicit market or, absolutely
1: yeah and it's okay it's, i know it's just um flowers mostly, but do you guys see a black market in like the edibles and the um, and the topicals? Because I know that's something like people are, would traditionally see more with the dispensed, like the legit ones. That.
2: I'd say when it comes to uh, counterfeits, there's always going to be a black market for edibles or even vape cartridges. There's always going to be that black market. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's just letting people know that, hey, that black market may be cheap, but you have no idea what's in there. And there's a lot of bad things that happen to just get into cannabis as well, not because of the plant, but because of people just messing with the wrong
3: ingredients.
2: Yes, (laughs) yeah.
3: And it's mostly like the way they grow; it's pesticides. So you know, somebody wants to get a big yield, you're going to want to use products that may not be good when you process it or smoke it. So, that's why we have our regulations, this is why we're highlighting our legal market because every product that's in there has been
1: tested. And is there going to be any, any more changes? I know you've been talking the last couple of episodes of just lots of changes to the policies and all that. Is there any more in place that, that are going to be coming up?
3: So, there's a lot of fixes. We just have to do locally, too, that we're working on. Next week, if you guys want to join us on April 9th at City Hall. What's oh,
1: my on
2: there? Um... By the time this, this comes out, we would have had it, and the meeting is April 9th. It is the Economic Development Commission meeting, mm-hmm. um, and there's actually a cannabis tax that is on the agenda item. Oh. So we're actually okay. going to be addressed, <laughs> and um, we're trying to get everyone to come out, utilize our voices, utilize our presence to actually show that, hey, this cannabis tax isn't issued to all of the city, all of our state. So then
3: we can, you know, hopefully they can give a recommendation, to that- will benefit our cannabis.
1: Industry. So does that mean adding more taxes onto the product or does it no. what does it mean? It I
3: think means lowering lowering the tax um especially between our manufacturers and cultivators right now, why we don't have any open except for actually no we have like two manufacturers. But like seriously, we have sixteen dispensaries. We have two manufacturers and I don't even think any cultivators are open right now. Right? Oh. I don't think there's any, why? and you know why? And let me tell you why. It's because of the taxes. So, in the weirdest way, of, I, I really think it's a roadblock to um, operations to opening up. They tax in manufacturing cultivation. They require an upfront tax. Mm-hmm. It's unheard of anywhere. Mm-hmm. So they require a tax that. You have to pay before you even make anything. So you're, you have to give this whole tax on a product that you don't even have yet, mm-hmm. a product that you haven't made. And if you're a cultivator, I mean, that product may not even come out. Anything could happen, right, when you're cultivating? Yeah. I mean, yeah. lights could go out and get a power outage, get a flood. Who knows? And if you're already taxed on that, like, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. So they want this whole upfront tax, and it's it's um, per square footage. It's not even... Like a flat tax rate or so something upfront. It's
1: higher than all the different ones of so other manufacturers.
3: Um, it's just for manufacturing and cultivators. So like if you have a manufacturing and cultivating business that's not cannabis, mm-hmm. you're not gonna have an upfront tax. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a business person that's just not good business. Okay. Why are you paying your tax before your product's even sold? If yeah. you're if you're growing strawberries, are you gonna like pay a tax before you even plant that strawberry seed? Mm-hmm. No, no, and you get and like they get a you know bigger yield. If you're making strawberries, you can maybe grow your strawberries, harvest your strawberries, sell them, and then you still have like six months or a year before you even have to pay tax.
1: So, you want to make it similar to the strawberries and how they're how those fields are at.
3: Well, I just want to make it feasible for our manufacturers and our can and our cultivators to open. Okay, so if you're paying this high tax that you're not even built out yet, where are you getting your money? Mm -hmm. Are you like getting it from your build out? And then you have to get like five more investors just to pay this tax. Mm-hmm. And then you got like five more investors on top of your five investors. Now you got 10 <laughs> investors on your own business. Yeah. You're making like half a percent. And then you're making like in the negative and then you can't even open.
0: There you go. But as, as the business model shakes out, I'm kind of more interested in the consumer side. As you guys see the dispensary flow, I suppose. Uh, is it vapes that are shaping up? What's getting more traction in the in the early legalization for recreational?
3: Adult use. I would still say flour. Hmm. I mean, flour is still, you know, number one. Number one. Like, people can do a lot of things it. they don't always have to smoke it. You could make your own butter. You can make your own oils. make your own rubs. Yep. Like, you can still do all that. People are really understanding now that it's really strain specific for you. Hmm. And now people are like... Oh, that's why I like that stream, yeah. because it actually agrees with whatever my system is wanting. Mm-hmm.
0: That would probably be my strongest argument for going uh, by legal, by local, is just that uh, you start to understand the consumer advantage of knowing what you're smoking and consuming, because mm-hmm. uh, you might run into a Gorilla Glue or a Super Glue that <laughs> may suit you quite well.
3: You could, and then you can keep, you know, that's why I, I really promote when people come into new in the cannabis space or new consuming, you can keep that journal because mm-hmm. when you go out and you see people, like if you're totally new to cannabis and you go in dispensary you're like, why are these people like smelling all these jars, like <laughs> what do we do with this? It's because it, it, hits, it hits you the right way, right? When you're smelling different flowers you're like, oh yeah this one hits me and your friend could be like, you're gonna smoke that because it maybe not hit him or her the same way and vice versa, right? Yeah. Because there's some, like, I'm not really a sativa smoker, not that much. So I know nope, if there's one that's, like, super, super gassy. I'm just like, that's not for me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I want to get to that level. And so you, like, figure out kind of your, your terpene and cannabinoid profile that fits you. It's almost like smelling wine, kind of. Like, there's certain wines that you like, that you gravitate to, and there's some that you don't, probably. I mean, I know I do. Like, I like things that are wine that's kind of, like, bold. Yeah. But, like... Not so bitter, not so dry. You
0: know, <laughs> you know.
3: <I> don't know. <laughs> that's like you you, you feel, smell that butt profile, and you're like, this isn't be.
0: <laughs> Before we get too deep, uh, leading up to 420, is there any uh, dispensary specials or 420 uh, routines that people might be uh, hip to, or?
3: I would say in Long Beach, you should hit up every single dispensary.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
3: all the LBCA member dispensaries yeah. <laughs> for sure. So yeah, they all have their individual stores that they have their own deals. They'll probably have some food, and music, some have entertainment, everybody's going to have a deal. Everyone's running
2: something. Yeah. It's going to be the best day. Say <laughs> go say hi to yeah, everybody. go celebrate. Everyone go, go celebrate. celebrate. <laughs> go hit
3: up everybody, say hi. It's, you know, that is definitely the community's day. That sounds like an invitation.
0: <laughs> Shall I invite you to leave maybe a strain that you've enjoyed recently?
1: I forgot the name of it. Well, you know what? Actually, the pen. The pen has recently was... was. I don't remember. Oh, it was Skywalker. So that was... Uh, nicely done. Yeah, I remember. That's one, of my, that's one
3: of my faves. I really love Spen.
1: It. It's versatile. It is
3: very <laughs>
1: versatile.
3: I like it. I call it the progressive just because it like... It starts off kind of like uplifting and then you're like, chill out, you know. Like the first hour, you're like a little more creative. And then the second hour, you're like, all right, chill. Yeah.
1: <laughs> What's your stream then?
3: Lately, what have I been smoking on lately? I've been smoking on a lot of purple crunch, actually. It's been having that nice little aftertaste. It's very much like that wine aftertaste that I like. <laughs> that like comes back at the end.
0: Purple is a trendy color. Steve, why don't you, uh... and wrap us up, what are you feeling?
2: My go-to is a strawberry cough. Good man. Strawberry cough flower. It just hits perfectly for me.
0: Uh, Welcome to the Green 15, brother. Uh, And Long Beach, uh, we'll be in here soon enough. Then on the
2: 18th we do have High LBC. It is our 420 event. Um, we're gonna have a full cannabis education board, uh, cannabis education panel, discussing different uh, consumption methods, the pros, the cons, the benefits. We're gonna uh, we have experts from LBCA members that are gonna discuss these different ways of consumption. So definitely come on out. We're also gonna have a bunch of different brands: TKO, Gold Flora, Curvana, Canade. Uh Royal Reserve, Delta 9, and a bunch of other people so come on and, out.
1: And that's for general public too? Or
2: uh this is for the cannabis industry. This is for all of the bud tenders. This is for all the aspiring people that want to get into the cannabis industry. Come on out, mix. You do have to RSVP, so make sure you get that link. Um you can find it on the LBCA website. On the 25th, we are having the LBCA 101 Introduction to Cannabis Products. This is going to be a cannabis workshop that is hosted by the LBCA and Nate Winokur from Bell Costa Labs. Um, Tickets are available on SplashThat.com, it's LBCA101.SplashThat.com. And then we are having our monthly beach cleanup with the Alamitos Beach Cleanup and the Long Beach Environmental Alliance at Alamitos Beach from 10am to 11am come on out, clean up the beach, hang out and we'll see everyone there